0: welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, March the 4th, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's life and God's goodness surrounding you today. I hope, my friends, you are well. We have made it through the week. I hope it was a good week, but hey, we are we are on the precipice of a weekend, and uh, I just hope that brings good things. And so we're going to enter into this officially the first week of Lent. We'll go into the first Sunday of Lent this weekend. And so um, we're going to finish up with Matthew's gospel today, a very short gospel. Um, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 9, verses, oh goodness, what are they? Verses 14 and 15. Two. be ready, because before we, uh, I mean, if it takes you a couple of verses to settle in, you're going to be hearing uh, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, by the time you're ready to to hear the word. So let's break open God's word. I'm going to give it. Actually, I'm going to read it both ways because it's so quick today. I'm going to read it first out of Eugene Peterson's. Actually, let's do it the other way. Let's read it first out of uh, New American Bible. Then I'm going to read Eugene Peterson's, okay? And see where Jesus is inviting us today. Let's break open God's word reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples of John approached Jesus and said, Why do we and the Pharisees fast much, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So now let's read those same verses in Eugene Peterson's, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A little later, John's followers approached Jesus, asking, Why is it that we and the Pharisees rigorously discipline body and spirit by fasting? but your followers do not. Jesus told them, when you're celebrating a wedding, you don't skimp on the cake and wine. You feast. Later, you may need to pull in your belt, but not now. No one throws cold water on a friendly bonfire. This is kingdom come. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, I think what we get to discern every day of our lives, every day of our lives, is, is this a day to fast or is this a day of feast? And we may get up in the morning and think it is one and it may turn into another entirely because we do not know where our day is going. We do not know what events transpire throughout the day. But, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, that something may be a, a tragedy and, and then that turns uh, our whole day around. Those, those happen too. But I'm just saying there are some days, brothers and sisters, we may be moving through our world and the tragedy of somebody else may approach us or, or somebody else's world uh, has fallen in and we get to be with those people in the midst of that time and brothers and sisters that invites us into that moment of fasting that moment of of grief that moment of loss that moment of separation and taking away and we get to walk with them and that's a privileged journey uh and and it may not even be something as pronounced as what I just said it may be something we hear on the news it may be when we hear that Russia has finally decided to invade Ukraine and that may be a day of 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 sackcloth and ashes um, it may be uh, something as simple as uh, an anniversary of of a painful event in our life or in the life of the world. Brothers and sisters, there are days of fasting, but there are days of feasting. And it may be something where we're moving through our day and we get to celebrate with somebody and celebrate where life has has brought them or what gifts uh, were realized this day in, in another or even in ourselves or simply our eyes are open. And the scales fall them to the beauty of a moment, of of seeing our children as if for the first time, or seeing uh, our one of our children as they move into adulthood, as they say something that turns our head. That it's like, who are you? And 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 w- where have you been? You know, and and that that it is a day of of. Of feasting. My friends, Lent by its very nature invites us into a moment of fasting. Now that does not mean for the next 40 days there will be no feasts. There is a time for every purpose under heaven, the writer of Ecclesiastes tells us, right? There is a time for fasting and we're invited into that moment. But there are times within these moments, these next 40 days, where there will be moments of feasting. And we thank God for both. Now, you may be thinking, well, Joe, didn't we just learn about fasting the other day, Matthew's gospel, and Jesus warned us against that? Well, he did. He did. But he didn't warn us, brothers and sisters, about saying, do not fast. If you recall, what he warned us about is the intentions behind these spiritual uh, happenings. In fact, I'll read a little bit of it to you again. So this is Matthew chapter 6. This is Sermon on the Mount stuff. Take care, he says, not to perform righteous deeds. And he's going to go on and talk about what those deeds are, right? Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Take care not to perform these righteous deeds, such as fasting, in order that people may see them. So now he's calling out the intention. Be careful not to fast as a performance for others. There are times fasting is 100% appropriate. But if we're doing it for others to see us, that's what he's warning us about. And then he goes on and and describes it, you know, but you, when you fast, wash your, your hair, you know. Uh, and, uh, and and take a shower, and, and look good, right? Brush your teeth, do all those things, present yourself well, so nobody's going to know, but your God who is in secret knows. I also mentioned, though, and this is interesting, I, I mentioned on Ash Wednesday, when we're talking about fasting, what we're, we're looking at, and I, and I pointed to Isaiah 58, and that is actually our first reading today, um, when it says, listen, you know, when you are fasting, brothers and sisters, right? Remember, is this the type of fasting, is this the manner of fa- fasting I wish, of keeping a day of penance, that a man bow his head like a reed in sackcloth and ashes? Do you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? No. Rather, this is the fasting I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and and the homeless, clothing the naked. Basically, think Matthew 25, right? Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and and give you drink, naked and clothe you, in prison or in the hospital and visit you? That doesn't make any sense. We were doing it for all these other people. When did we see you do this? As often as you do it for the least of these, you've done it for me. That's the fast our God invites us into. So as we enter in, brothers and sisters, I mean, what is it we can fast from? You know better. I, I, I don't want to sit here and, and tell you what, what to fast from. You know your lives better than I. And I don't want to sit here and tell you, and this is what you need to celebrate too. May we, in the goodness and the grace of God, open ourselves each and every day um in a new way that says, Lord, show me if this is a day of fast. I I, I think I think really what I'm saying, and I and I guess I'm saying it for me, I, I, and if this helps you great, break this this heart of stone of mine. You know, break these walls that I put up. May your spirit enter into me and I know when I am open I am going to encounter the world as it is with all its joys and its goodness, because truly life is beautiful and all of its pain and its suffering and its grief, because that is absolutely present within our world. And I think, my friends, when we are truly human, when you and I can, can, can step out of those citadels and, uh, and those, those high walls that we create for our own protection... And I realize that, but I think maybe Lent is is a time for us to break those open and be one with creation, one with the creation that is around us, those human beings, the the world in which God set us, one with the larger world. And, And when we can dare to do that, when we can be vulnerable on that level, when we can break open our heart and say, Lord, help me today. Uh, to be open. And thus, when I encounter your spirit in in joy and goodness, help me to feast Uh, and do so unabashedly. I don't care if it's Lent or when it is, but when, Lord, I am um, encountering suffering and hurt and pain, may I grieve alongside those. You know, I'm going to say this really poorly. I, I didn't even mean to talk about it, but but, you know, the uh, beginning of the document called Gaudium et Spes at Vatican II, it was the last document put out in 1965. And, and it says something like the joys, the pains, the, 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 the sorrows and the sufferings and, and of the world are the joys and the pains and the sorrows and sufferings of the church. Now, it said it better than I just did right there. But brothers and sisters, if the joys of the world are our joys and the sorrows and the pains of the world are our sorrows and pains, may we be open and vulnerable to risking encountering those joys and and, uh, grievings and and walking with the people uh, as they walk through them and they with us. Because if we are called to be anything uh, as church, we are called to to walk with one another. Because if we're not doing that as church, if all we're about is our own individual, uh, how do I get to heaven roll, I think we've missed it. I think we've missed it entirely. We rise and fall together. And may our hearts be vulnerable. May my heart be vulnerable. Maybe yours already is. And And I praise and thank God if it is. May our hearts be open to walk with the pains, the griefs, and the joys of our world. Let's pray. And we do so, my friends, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Appropriately enough, the fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for being with me this week. May God bless you this weekend. May we be open to whatever it is that God has in store for us. And may we rise and fall fast and feast with those around us. God's peace.